Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hey guys, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. I'm so, so, so excited to talk about the film that I covered this week. I am obsessed with it, so that helps. Um, But I want to start really quickly talking about an epic fail on the carpet that happened this week. Well, because shit happens. Um, There was a special event for the new Apple Plus TV show called Truth Be Told, and it's starring Octavia Spencer and Aaron Paul. And if you don't watch that show, you should start. It's really good. It's about a true crime podcaster, Octavia Spencer, who plays um, Poppy Parnell. And as a journalist, she pretty much put the nail in the coffin for a young high school kid accused of murder. And his name is Warren Cave. And that's played by Aaron Paul. Um, Aaron Paul, you may know as Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Anyway, fast forward 20 years later, new evidence is released and Poppy starts thinking, could Warren Cave be innocent? It's a great show, even if you don't like true crime. Um, But quickly, just about the event, I was really excited, but unfortunately, Octavia didn't talk to press. She just took pictures. And Aaron Paul was so late. Um, Apparently, he was shooting at the Colbert show right before the carpet. So he completely missed the carpet because he had to go into the actual event, which was like a screening and a Q&A. Um, so everybody kind of packed up their stuff and left. And yeah, you win some, you lose some. If you do want to see a fun video of me talking to the creator of Truth Be Told, Nichelle Tramble, you can go to my YouTube or IGTV. That's Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast, and you can watch it. So let's move on to the new drama, Clemency, that comes out in select theaters December 27th. And oh, it's so amazing and so devastating. Um, Clemency is starring Alfre Woodard and Aldous Hodge, who actually were both nominated for Best Actors at the Gotham Awards, and they were absolutely stunning in this film. The acting itself was just so incredible, um, and it's directed by Chinoye Chukwu, um, and she actually also wrote it. So I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but yes, it's a truly devastating movie, but so beautifully done. It follows Warden Bernadine Williams, played by Woodard, and her experiences in executing men on death row and just the toll that it takes basically on the people in charge. Aldous Hodge plays Anthony Woods, an inmate on death row that I later found out was actually loosely based on a man named Troy Davis. Um, So if you're looking for an action-packed movie, this probably isn't for you. But if you're looking for a very moving drama with incredible acting and you may just cry your eyes out because you feel helpless, but you're glad that now you know that this stuff happens, um, then this movie is definitely for you. 
Um, side note, I felt like this film was completely overlooked for Golden Globes. Um, it, oh, actually, and the SAG Award nominations, especially for Best Actor and Best Actress and also Best Screenplay um, by Chinoye. But I'm seriously hopeful that the Academy gets it right. So, yeah, because I'm I'm all about this film. Anyway, let me play you my discussion with the gorgeous Aldous Hodge. And ladies, his skin is pure caramel. He is, he is very attractive in real life and he is just as nice as he is handsome. So let me play this clip. I'm going to put you right over here. You look great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> Blushing. <laughs> I just saw you at the, at the Gotham Awards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last week. Yeah. But it's been a crazy busy week for you. It's been very, very busy. Lord have mercy has been busy, but that's a blessing. It's a good thing. Just, you know, got to pace myself. Are you based out of New York? Uh, sort of, kind of, maybe. I'm uh, now living between L.A. and New York because of my job. My uh, TV show, City on a Hill, shoots it. So I'm, you know, I'm just back and forth. It's kind of home. Okay, so I want to talk about this movie. Um, it's going to be so hard for me not to give anything away. I, I... <laughs> I'm in love with this movie. It was so amazing. Um, you were so amazing. I, I want to talk about your, your ending speech, but I don't, again, I don't want to give it away. It's so difficult. But how do you even get, get into character for this, um, for Anthony Woods? For me, the, it was about my ambition for what I wanted the audience to see. Uh, my idea of the character was a man who embodied the idea of hope. He had to constantly fabricate hope in the worst possible situations. So for everything I wanted, it... His, his message to be hope, to be empathy. And I wanted people to see a human being as opposed to a, a convicted criminal, right? I wanted, to see the, wanted them to see a man first, uh, uh, somebody they can empathize with, communicate with, connect with. So honestly, it was about using all of that inspiration and pouring it into the idea of what this man is going through and turning it into what you saw. And how do you sort of um, turn that off at the at the end of the day, or, or do you? Oh, you, you do. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, some roles, there, there are some productions where you kind of get so lost and locked into it that you, you lose a little bit of yourself. With this one, the great thing about it was that Shinoya Chuku, our writer-director, so she kind of set the tone with the energy. She came in with so much just ambition and happiness and positivity that you couldn't help but be happy. Plus, we were also excited and passionate about the potential of this project that every time we went to set and came home from work, we were just really honestly excited about what we did, excited for what we wanted people to see. So, you know, it was just um, sitting here just building, watching a painting grow, and you're just happy the entire way through. But it was a good experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, there's so many scenes that I want to talk about. Um, just one scene in particular that sticks out to me. Um, the scene with you, you and Danielle Brooks. I, I that. I mean, I was. I was sobbing hysterically. I was like, you know what? That to me is like Oscar, Oscar winning. <laughs> I know. It is. I know you, uh, you don't want to say it, but, uh, but it really was. Hey, um, look, I will say. So first of all, Danielle Brooks is a beast. <laughs> like, no, she came on set that day, like uh, ready, locked in, dialed in. We honestly didn't have a lot of pre-rehearsal. We just talked about the scene and talked about the relationship between these two people. And then when we got into it, it was just take up the take of finding little subtle nuances, and she killed it. That was one of the scenes when I read it, I said, I have to do this project. I was so excited about certain, certain elements of this all around. I thought the project was fantastic, executed, and written, but there were certain things that I, as an actor, was going to be able to do that I said, please let me do this, you know? Um, and that was one of those scenes because what she says in that scene is so raw, so courageous, so brave, but at the same time, you're like, did she just say that? 
to this man in this situation. That's I loved it. You know, it's it's she had so much courage. The character had so much courage, uh, more courage to say the truth than I think some of us in real life might have, which is why I think it's brilliant. It, it, it was amazing. I just there's there's no words. I I was sobbing hysterically, like I said, multiple parts. So um, my get your emotions, yeah. And I I loved you and Brian Banks as well. So oh, thank you. Yeah, you saw yeah. that? Of course I did. Are you kidding? I like bought it. I like my husband's like, wow, you bought that? I'm like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Thank it wasn't you. rentable yet, but yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. you know. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, and my last question, what do you think of the Golden Globe nominations that came out? <laughs> I mean, I haven't really had too much time to look because we've been running around doing press all day. Um, you know, uh, it was all right. You know, some some folks on there that I saw, I was like, okay, you know, I, I, I could have guessed it and then some surprises. I will say, though, I wish uh, there were a lot of people that not were, were not uh, acknowledged this year that I do Wish I would have seen that. I mean, you for one. I, oh, I, no, think. not counting myself, but I think there were a lot of people that really, really were quite deserving. But you know, next year. Okay, so watch Aldous in this, um, his acting, and then tell me that Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood deserves a Golden Globe nomination over him. Um, love Brad Pitt, but come on, you just the acting. I just feel like, I don't know, Brad Pitt kind of played himself, and Aldous really went outside the box. But anyway, um, also, Danielle Brooks, who's in this film and who we talked about, you probably know her as Tasty on Orange is the New Black. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And yeah, that is a great scene in Clemency. But anyway, like I said, all this is such a gifted actor and I cannot say enough nice things about him. Um, So next, Alfre Woodard, the queen, she owned this role. Um, In real life, I felt like I had to tone myself down a little bit just because she's very serious um, and she's very thoughtful in her words. And she kind of took a beat before answering my questions, which is very smart. Um, But I also found it a little intimidating, you know. Um, But yeah, check out our clip. Yes, you are magnificent in this movie. And very rarely do we get to see um, the perspective of the person that is putting these men to death, these men and women to death. So what was it like just preparing for this role in general? Well, uh, I prepared for it the way I usually do. I, you know, about a month out, I start to do the homework. I went on a prison tour with um, Chinoye to Ohio because she had uh, connections with the the prison system there. Um, she she taught women in a program that she created called Pin to Pictures. Uh, for several years, she had she had done that. She worked on a lot of clemency cases. So we went there and we talked to wardens, to uh, uh, the director of corrections. We talked to um, incarcerated people. We talked to. Uh, uh, couple of condemned men so uh, you go you know as an actor you have to go and find out what you don't know it's not pretend especially when people's lives depend on it and I guess I saw you struggle with your humanity and and also your professionalism so can you talk to me about that a little bit well you saw my character Bernadine we 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 start our story at a moment of crisis for her because something has happened right off the top and it sets in motion a spiral that she tries to, you know, she tries to, um, to, to retard the, the, the spin and um, you get to see whether, how, how well she does it. How do you blow off steam at the end of the day and filming something like this that's so heavy? You get in a hot tub of Epsom salts. 
<laughs> I love that. And um, what do you think of the Golden Globe nominees this year? I, I have been doing press all day. I don't even know who they are. Okay, okay, okay. Last question. Just curious, do you have any New Year's resolutions this year? I don't do resolutions ever. I never have. Even as a young person, I don't do resolutions. Okay. All right, well, thank you so I much. You set yourself up to well, fail. You know, I like to add things. Like, I like to say, okay, I'm going um, to eat better. I don't know. I don't like to, like, give stuff up. I don't know. Like, it's just it's fun, right? No? You're looking at me like it's not fun at all? It's not fun at all. Nope, not fun. Just kidding. I mean, you can do it any day. You don't have to wait for one day. Okay, so swing and a miss on the resolutions, but that's all right. Win some, lose some, like I always say. Um, Alfrey is also in the Apple TV series C, which I heard is great, but I haven't watched yet. But if she's in it, then it has to be good because she is just a spectacular actress. Um, and lastly, with Clemency, I want to share um, some sound bites from the director and writer, Chinoye Chukwu, because I found what she had to say so interesting. Um, Aldous Hodge does this monologue towards the end of the film, which was very, very moving. And when I asked her about it, I just, I couldn't believe what she said um, about, you know, the way she wrote it. So take a listen to um, our whole conversation and just pay attention to the end. Camera right there. Hi. Yeah. Um, this movie was absolutely incredible. I wa you. You're welcome. I watched it. I was a basket case watching it. It opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, can you tell me your motivation behind this? Well, I was really motivated um, after Troy Davis was executed in 2011. And amongst the hundreds of thousands of people who protested against the execution were a handful of wardens who had performed, who had overseen hundreds of executions, but now were anti-death penalty advocates because of the emotional and psychological consequences it caused on prison workers and I was really obsessed with that question of what must it be like for your livelihood to be tied to the taking of human life. And we, we very rarely see that in films, the, the perspective of the person taking their lives. Exactly. So, yeah. that, was, that was just incredible to watch and there was a lot of things that were tough to watch. How did you get through that making the film? I mean, I, it was a multi-year soul journey, and it was there were a lot of tears, but it was actually really cathartic in some ways. And I was um, when we were shooting, it was really intentional that I come with as much joy as possible to kind of get through the hard scenes. And and and, and I think everybody came with that spirit. That's so amazing, um, and that's so, that's so wonderful that you actually came to the table bringing that when the subject matter was so difficult. Um, the cast, it was spectacular. How did you cast this? Did you have them in mind when you when you first made this project? Well, I'll Alfie was attached two years before we started shooting, and I, she's one of our greatest living actors, and so I knew that I needed somebody who can communicate so much with their eyes, and Alfrey was at the top of the list, and say, same with Aldous, it was the same for him, where he, he doesn't speak for half the movie, but he says everything. And as a writer, um, something that really stuck with me was, and I, again, I hate giving stuff away, um, and I'm not going to, but the last speech that he gives... I won't say where, um, that was so, so moving and so incredible. How did you, how long did it take you to come up with something just like that? Well, a lot of those words were Troy Davis's words. And so it was really taken from him. Oh my God. That's, that's, yeah, that's very moving. See, I'm going to cry again. Knowing that one of my favorite monologues in the movie was actually based on um, a man's words who... Uh, was essentially put to death in real life just made everything so much more powerful and um, just really resonated with me. So I'm really crossing my fingers for this movie to pop up in the Academy Awards. Everybody should go see it. 
Um, again, it comes out December 27th in select theaters and then I think nationally in January. So yes, clemency. And again, also, if you're not watching Truth Be Told on Apple TV Plus, you should. It's really, really great. So okay, guys, thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe and download on Apple and follow us on Instagram at Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time. Until next time.